Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Nerd Sport Presents, a hodgepodge cast where we have a bunch of not-so-random idiots talking about stuff. Stuff meaning comic books, movies, video games, whatever. We're here. Hello, I am one of your hosts. This is Al. To my... Well, we'll go clockwise. To my left, we have... Evil Ray. Hey, Ray. How's it going? Yes, everything's going well. Cobra! That's right. <laughs> yeah, the cobra. cobra! Is that what you got? Yeah, I bought a couple t-shirts. A couple so t-shirts? this was one of them. All right. To his left, we have... Pickle Vic. Pickle... Uh, wait a minute. Are we going to continue with Pickle Vic? Why not? Or just some Vic? Why not? Oh, we're committed to that now. Oh, I'm sorry. That's so, a thing now. Pickle Vic! How's it going? Pretty good. All right. Pretty good. I'm really tired. If I sound a little rough, I'm fighting a cold. Cold? Yeah. From all the... Post, uh, post-con cold. Post-con cold. Yeah. All right. And to his left, my right, to complete our circle here, square, whatever, is the lovely wife... Jen. That's why he's an idiot. Hey, Jen. How's it going? Good. Thank you. How are you? Good. I like your Captain America shirt. Thank you. All right. So, today, we're going to be talking about, well, as the day of this recording, today is, what, the 9th? 9th of October. The 9th of what? Yes, 9th of October. October. October 9th, which is Columbus Day, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Correct. It's a holiday. Yay! Which is the... Any day that gives me off, even though, you know, we celebrate a guy who discovered something that people were there. Columbus gets you off? Columbus gets yeah. them off. Columbus gets me off. I have to go to work today. I Anything f- that gets me off of work. I, for one, have to go to work on Columbus Day. But really? I, so what are you doing here? I took the day off because uh. I'm exhausted as, uh, you know, to Vic's point. We're exhausted. Why are we exhausted? Because as of this recording, like I said, this is post-Comic-Con New, New York. York 2017. Woo! So happy that it came. So happy that it's over. You sound so excited. I am exhausted. We were excited before it started. You could really hear and see the excitement. I am exhausted. I think what I've been reading online with a lot of people, like a lot of our friends who went, they say the same things. Like, we're so happy we went to Comic-Con. We're so excited that it's over so we can actually relax and rest. And So some of us went for the four days, uh, me and Victor. Uh, some of us went for one or two days as uh, Jen and, and, and Evil Ray here. So we're just going to go through our experience with New York Comic Con 2017. Everybody enjoy it at least? Everybody have fun had the fun days the, they went? Yes. Now was, yes. was, now, was this one, now I think I was talking to Jen yesterday about this, was this better than last year's? Right. I didn't go last year. Oh shit. Remember Victor. I had issues so <laughs> I wasn't able to go last year. That's so. right, you didn't go Your last year. My premise is already falling apart. Yes. <laughs> Victor, do you went last year, Victor? Yes, I've been, I think, every year since uh, 2010. Oh yeah? So this would be number eight. I have been to every one except for one, right? The one that uh, Gracie was, the year Gracie was born, I didn't go. She, We went to that one. Did we? Yes. All right. So, no, then so I've you're been to wrong. All of them. Right. You've been to all of them. I've been to all I of them. I missed the one when Orion was born. That was the one I missed. Oh, okay. Because at that point he was like, what, two months old? Okay. Not even. So in any case, uh, Victor, what did you think? Mm. Was this better than the last one? Uh, I don't know. I feel like maybe I enjoyed it slightly less. This is not to say I didn't. Only because, I don't know, it felt like it was a little more cramped because of the renovations and the changes they're making to the convention center. And it's just, it t- I mean, it's, it's, it was never a huge building you know, yeah, compared so, to other places. So but, we could yeah. talk about that. The, w- one of the, the biggest, I guess, drawbacks, if we can take a, step, a few steps back here, was when we first got our uh, information about getting tickets for this year's New York Comic Con, the biggest grumble and gripe was that 
They were no more four-day passes, no more weekend passes. Everybody was just wanting to have... I think Pop was only selling... Individual, individual one day passes. Yeah, one day at a time. One day passes for each day, and their I think their um, reasoning was uh, be, due to they wanted to make sure that everybody got a chance to go to the Comic Con, uh, and also because there was a lot more construction going on because Artist Alley was going to go away wherever Artist Alley was, which was I think the east side of Jacob Javits Center, which all they did was move it to the west side of Jacob Javits Center. But I guess that was one of their reasonings. That is unfortunate. I hated that because at this point I had to spend more money. Than I think I would that's normal. the main reason. Yeah, for I doing think that's it. the biggest problem because not everybody has to spend more money to to um, to get in. Yeah, because every and day I, is like fifty bucks, and so. that'll also curb some people from going multiple days the way yeah. they used to. And there was, you know, there was a, a price cut. You know, when you whenever you bought like a three day or a four day pass, you know, you didn't you didn't pay as much as you would individually. Now that all of that went away, right, Vic? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't what you're talking about. Yeah, but prices. not everybody can go for all four days anyway. Like, I'm not going to take three days off of work. Yeah. I'm just to go to, I mean, I took the one day for Friday because I couldn't get a Saturday ticket. Saturday was sold out. The only day available at the time was Thursday. So I got a Thursday ticket. Then, like, a couple weeks before, you know, it was set to open. They were like, oh, there's still Thursday. And I'm like, I don't want to take two days off of work. I need, I need my, my, you know, vacation days. I need my sick days. I can't just waste them like that. Like the hardcore fans, like like Victor and myself, we we try to go every for the four four yeah, I know. four days. Mm. So that was the biggest that, that was the biggest gripe is everybody had to buy individual tickets this year. Then the whole issue with uh, the is that Victor is that considered Javits East where Artist Alley was or is that Javits That's West? Javits South because oh Jesus Christ, yeah, you're, <laughs> your orientation is wrong. The mm. East and West is the because of oh, where based on, uh, that's okay, the back the like, West is like the back of the building mm-hmm. closest to the river. East is the front of the entrance. North is like the uptown side where the artist alley used to be, which is gone now. And mm-hmm. South is the southern end where they usually display all those uh, DC costumes from the movies every year. Right. And they had independent stuff there last year. Remember we went, uh, Jen, we went there last year and we bought a couple of card games down in that area? Yes. They had another area down there. It wasn't... It used to be like an anime. It used to be where the anime convention is. But now that was... It wasn't enough for new and -and up-and-coming materials, items, games. Yeah, and and clothing. There was something like uh, cosplay stuff there. But now it looks like they moved everything from Artist Alley North. They moved it down to South. So it was, it was a little bit more cramped. I can t- I can definitely it say it was more cramped on uh, Saturday. I say Sunday. Was it Sunday? Yeah. It made I feel Sunday. like both days, Saturday and Sunday, have gotten progressively more crowded over the years. So has Thursday. Really? I remember one year I did a th- one thir- Thursday. It, it used to be just Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Then they added Thursday a few years ago, and I actually got a ticket for Thursday. When I went, I'm telling you, it was like nobody there. Absolutely nobody there. It was like only like maybe a f- couple of thousand hey, when, people. When was this? Remember when they first introduced Thursday a few yes, years back? Yes, because it was, used to be when they started doing the Thursday day, that was usually for, for professionals, professionals and anyone, I guess, with a four-day pass. You're mm-hmm. right. Correct. Yeah, and also, I think, yeah, any exhibitors and stuff. So, yeah, it was a much lighter day. And then I mean, as years passes, years passed, they decided, oh, we can make some money. And, and there was Thursdays. more higher demand, so they opened up Thursday for everybody as right. a full fourth day to the group. When was Ray, when was the last time you were at Comic-Con? 20, we're 2017. I didn't go last year. I didn't go the year before. It had to be the year before. 
2014. 2014. So 2015, difference. I couldn't get a ticket. 2016, when I was going to get a ticket, something came up. I didn't have the money for it. So I finally got one this year. Mm-hmm. And that was the second time around when tickets went on sale because the first time they were sold out. Mm-hmm. So what in three years, what was the biggest difference? The biggest difference? It didn't seem that different to me. No? no. Experience-wise? Experience-wise, it's the same. Mm-hmm. I usually go, you know, see what's around. Go some shops, go shopping, check out the cosplay stuff. It seemed the same to me. The only thing different I did this time was I actually sat in a panel. Usually I just go, I think about going to a panel and then I get down to the room and I'm like, oh my God, these lines are ridiculous. Well, that's going to take away from my shopping and viewing and experience. So I, I usually skip the panels and I just go around and shop, check out anything else that's going around. That's, that's how I feel about it. Yeah. You, know, you, you have to commit if you want to go to panels and that's like, you're committing at least two or three hours right, of your whole time. day. Yeah. Just waiting in line and then the, say if a panel's an hour, you've got to commit to maybe two hours before that <laughs> just to wait to get in. Yeah, that, that, that was the issue. That's half your day. I went with uh, one of my friends and she wanted to see a panel. I was like, all right. And the panel was at 4.15. So like, okay, panels usually we're going to have to line up early. So we had to line up at the panel. We lined up at three and there were probably a, a hundred people already ahead of us. Wow. Mm-hmm. So... So talking about lining up, just to, to get a little bit back again, did you like the way that they set up for us to get in this time, Victor? We had to go around the opposite way, around the block, mm-hmm. and then come back up, and then Dude, we It was like down. a rat maze. It's like you zigzag all the way in just to get I mean, inside the building. I mean, there's always like sort of, they're always like kind of directing traffic around. Div- I, they didn't do that last year, I don't think. No, they the just let the us block? in through the front. No, I remember, <laughs> yeah. I remember this time it was longer to get in than when I went like three years ago. Mm-hmm. This, yeah, this we longer. had to go walk down like two blocks down, go down, come out. Way. Of, yeah, the opposite <laughs> way. Come down around, come up the street. Of course, there's still traffic going on. So you had, they had police there, you know, managing traffic, letting cars through. Then you can cross and then yeah, line up somewhere else. That was yeah, ridiculous. That was the they were just They've been doing the it. How many years have they been doing this? And they still yeah. haven't figured out one way to just get people to line up that's more convenient instead of every single time. I think I've, this was my fourth Comic-Con. And every single Comic-Con I go to, they always line everybody up from different directions, different blocks, different streets, and it never gets any easier. No, <laughs> this year seemed worse than the last time, and last time seemed worse than the time before that. Could it have been because they were doing construction again? Because of the uh, no, because north? even even the years when they weren't doing construction, it's not just it was north. The it's that whole neighborhood is construction. They're developing that whole area. Yeah, it looks like they're making it more residential, putting in residential uh, offices, hotels, condos, just upscale. So anyway, Thursday. But again, this has nothing to do with Comic Con. This is the yeah. Javits Center. Yeah. So I don't think they'll ever move Comic Con from the Javits Center. Though it's, it's the where? biggest. It's, it's right. the biggest convention Venue. center we have in Manhattan. Correct. Because in the past, before Comic-Con was a thing, they had uh, the Big Apple Comic-Con, yeah. which was, it used to bounce around. Yeah. It was never in the same place. But it was they also never it. that big. Do they? I think they still do it. They've, it's a separate they've, company. They've done it. I went to one of them. It's, yeah. it's smaller like than the, the Comic-Con right. it's con not I ever as, went to. Right. Yeah. Those are the ones I used to go to. And then when Comic-Con started to come around in New York, that's when I started to go that to that one. But anyway, Thursday... What did anybody do Thursday? Who was there Thursday? I went to work. <laughs> Who was there Thursday? Me and Vic. Yeah. Vic, mm-hmm. I did catch you on the train on the way there. Yeah. And when we got there, what did you do? What did you get on uh, on the first day of? Because like oh, you were right. saying, to your point, first day, Thursday is when you get you get your hands on exclusives. Mm-hmm. 
right? Maybe Friday. I didn't really nothing, obsess over that Saturday too much. Sunday. I didn't really obsess over that too much because exclusives are like expensive, and then you have to fight for them <laughs> half right. the time. So, but the main one that you and I went to was to get uh, the starships. Yeah, the Star Trek collection. Yeah, we got. We ended up getting the uh, 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 the USS Titan, mm-hmm. which was uh, Rikers. Anybody Star Trek fans out there? Mm-hmm. Riker's ship, the Luna class. Yeah, yeah we got. Uh, what else did we get? The Taurus. No, there was no Taurus. What was it called? The Centaur. Yes, the USS Centaur. <laughs> I'm like Taurus Centaur. Okay, USS Centaur, and I don't recall which. Uh, was that a Reliant class? I don't remember. No, it's like oh, uh, it's class? it's kind of like it kind of looks like the Miranda, but it's yeah. got skinny little warp drives. Okay. <laughs> so it's like a Miranda class, a little bit. It's like the story behind it is that it's kind of it's like kind of slapdash together from bits and pieces from other classes, like stock oh. stock pieces. Ah, okay. Yeah, like a, a wartime ship. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice ship too. Well, the company that makes those is what Eagle Moss, and they make yeah. some pretty good uh, replicas. Yeah. The whole reason Terminator. I was there, the, that was the first thing I did. As soon as I got into uh, Comic Con on Thursday, yeah, I went right out. to him. First out. Went right to that uh, uh, vendor, and the first thing I wanted for them was the USS Discovery. And but it's the, not out and yet. And the Shinzo, <laughs> and they did not have it. All they did was they have the Discovery behind the glass case saying that it's going to come out next year. Uh, next year. And I was so mad. Oh, no, I wanted it. such a beautiful ship. you got to build up the hype for it. Come on. I know. And they were just talking about it, and they were telling me that, oh, it was very detailed. It's made out of, you know, die-cast metal. All their ships about are detailed. This a lot of it, yeah, it's about mm. die-cast. Um, and I'm just sitting there like, uh-huh. So it's not until next year. Damn it. <laughs> but you still it. bought ships. I still ended up buy, buying these other ones. How many did you buy? Uh, four. In total? Or the just Titan, that day? The Centa- no, the Thursday I got the Titan and Centaur, and then the guy told us, uh, told me and Victor to come back uh, Friday. Because that's when the uh, the, the what, Aventine the Aventine was going to come. Those out. are like the two new releases that were coming out that day. Aventine and what was the other one? The Titan. Oh, the Titan. So, so they, it was, the Titan. they were just releasing it once a day. Okay. So we had to come back the following day to get the Aventine, which is also a beautiful ship. Oh yeah, it's a very cute little thing. It's like from the novels. They didn't yeah, have a communicator. No communicator. Sorry. Well, Jen, they specialize in ships. I'm sure there were other. They model have people. other stuff, but I don't think they had. Yeah, they don't think they sell the communicators. Go to Think Geek; they have the communicators. So that was uh, that was the first stop on Thursday, and uh, I think from there, I don't recall. I, th- I remember we sat down for a little bit. We went up and down mm-hmm. the aisles for a little mm-hmm. bit. Then we sat down to eat because it was lunchtime already. Oh, we met up with your brother. Yeah, your yeah. brother well, showed up. Was there, and uh, we met him in Artist Alley, and we ended yeah. up getting a couple of things. I got yeah. something really nice for my daughter. Mm-hmm. A poster that I hope she enjoys one yeah. day. It was a nice little. little I think it's a really cool. Thing. Oh, that, oh yeah, the, the fourth one. The piano. And we also saw the, well, this was actually later on. Uh, I don't know if it was the same artist, but I think it was. Uh, the, but what I thought was really cool, sort of a father-daughter <laughs> kind of... Amalgam. A- amalgam for the, you and your daughter, which is a which portrait of Optimus Prime with a pony, My Little Pony in his oh, hand. Which is Pinkie Pie. And she's Pinkie dressed Pie. up as Optimus Prime. Yeah, so it was kind of a nice little thing, because you're hardcore Transformer, she's hardcore My Little Pony, so it kind of worked. It was really kind of a cute little thing. <laughs> so we ended up, I ended up going back and getting that one mm-hmm. later on. But I remember from there, we were sitting down, we're eating, and then, uh, as everybody does, because everybody just sits down wherever they please, mm. along the, the sides of Java Center. 
Uh, you guys left because mm-hmm. I told you to just keep going without me because mm-hmm. <laughs> I was still eating and I had to answer a, uh, a few emails from my job. But then later on, I actually ended up meeting up with Carissa. Okay. I was there cool. with Carissa and Remy, and we did a walk around and. I didn't get in, but Carissa actually went to do the... There was a Justice League VR, which she told me about, which is pretty cool. But in that same area, they actually had the uh, the Justice League uh, uh, uniforms. Did you see them? You took a picture of them. Yeah, right? yeah, from the movie. Ray, the did movie. you get a chance to see them? Yeah, I saw them on Friday. They had them all in glass cases, so you could see all the... They were nice. Now, were those the exact uniforms, or just like the, they act, the ones they actually used in the movies? I would imagine just, so. And, uh, or copy or exact copies of them. Yeah, that's why I, I don't the know if they were they were the original ones from the movie or if those were just copies that they just copies, put on display. Yeah. Oh god, but I still can't get into that Flash costume. I did not like that Flash costume. Why not? I don't like it. It looks. I don't know why he needs so much armor on a Flash suit. Like, what's the point of all that armor? To protect him from how fast he's going. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's my point. I have no idea what the armor for. So he's faster than a speeding sense. bullet. He's yeah. faster than lightning. So. What does he need armor for? Yeah, exactly. What's the armor? He could be wearing a t-shirt and tights. You know, it doesn't matter. I He's don't too know. fast. I would, ima- I would imagine, like, Bruce Wayne gave him the armor. So you'd have to ask him, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's how they'll explain it. I don't know. I didn't. I was not too fond of that. But I did go through some notes here. I have notes of the things I did when I was there on Thursday. Yay. Uh, I did see Robert Kirkman. Cool. He was doing some panel. Oh, you just walked by and saw it. No, there, there's some actual panels that are not behind closed doors mm-hmm. that are just out in the open that you can actually, you know, if you find a seat, you can grab a seat. But then people are just allowed to just hang out. Well, was that on the upper level or the lower level? It was I in think the, I, the main level. I walked by. On the main floor? On the main people, floor, yeah. but towards, uh, what is it called? Something corner? Oh, yeah. It was like one of the interview area. There was an interview Comic area. Way, yeah, yeah, way in the back. Yeah, yeah. Comic-Con like Com- Live. Like Comic-Con yeah. Live. Like you could just stand around and you can actually see them. Yeah. They're right that's, there. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, it's a little, little, little interviews with... Uh, I saw Adam Savage. I passed by that area and I saw Adam Savage doing it. Oh, he's cool, too. Yeah. So I, with Kirkman, I he, you know, he was talking about Invincible, obviously, uh, which I ended up buying. I actually got the volume one because everybody I know is talking about Invincible. They say it's such a great comic coming to you know kirkman is finally coming to a close i think in january he said and i just got volume one which has about uh, i don't know 14 issues maybe in volume one which for some reason i wanted to i didn't realize that they had a like a a a compendium version for like a 100 bucks which has like 48 issues in it or something Mm. i wanted to get that one instead and they also talked about in that interview with kirkman they talked about how they're making invincible into a live action movie at universal which is going to be directed by Seth uh, Seth Rogen, uh, same dude who did uh, uh, Preacher right now. Oh, cool. And I think he said, I could be wrong about this one, I think he said Adam Goldberg was the other director or writer with Seth Rogen. I don't know. I don't know, but those two, are, there. <laughs> those two are going to be doing the Invincible movie, which I think is going to be awesome. Anybody read Invincible here? I have. I have not. I've heard. I, I have. Have well, you? I, I have it. I haven't, I'm like, I fell behind. I haven't caught up in a while. I haven't read it in a long time, but... I read it, like, started from the beginning, and I think maybe I got 50 or 75 issues in. I can't remember exactly where, but I like it. And it's good, right? I hear it's really good. All right, so for those of people listening that don't know what it is, what is this? Oh, well, it's a superhero comic by Robert Kirkman. Okay. It's kind of -of run-of-the-mill. This uh, teenager finds out that his father is an alien from another planet, and... He has like super, he has superhuman strength like his father, so he becomes a superhero called Invincible. Okay. Yeah. It's very it's like kind of a superhero comic, but it's more violent and bloody than most of them are. 
you know, a lot of very graphic violence. So it's like what the Superman Superman meets the Punisher kind of thing. Like it's more like if Superman was given an R rating. Okay. Yeah, kind of. Like if a lot of punching people through the chest and <laughs> blood and entrails everywhere. That's awesome. So I have yeah. to read this. So I don't know. Yeah. Robert Kirkman. I don't think we mentioned he 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 doing Walking Dead. That's what made him famous right now is Walking Dead. Um, so uh, we saw. I saw him, and that's pretty much what he talked about. I did have a funny story on Thursday. Which I don't know if any of you guys. Oh, I totally even... forgot what the real highlight of my my Thursday was, and I, that uh, looking through the pictures, I was just reminded. I met Kevin Conroy. Ah, <laughs> Batman. Yeah, the Batman, Kevin Conroy, awesome. who is the voice, been the voice of Batman in animation since 1992. Wow. <laughs> and I got to meet him, and I got a Funko Pop uh, vinyl Batman figure signed, and it was like really cool. <laughs> nice. And he yeah. bought a plastic case. To put his box in. He bought a box for his box. He bought a box for his box. Yes, to protect the autograph, for God's sake. <laughs> you put your comic books in, in Mylar. What a difference is it But there's no other protection for it. I mean, but, it's... You know, you already have the box. To protect... Yeah, but it's protecting the autograph, not the box. <laughs> how many did you get autographed? I got two. I got... No, wait. How many altogether? The, the pop of, figures, yeah. I got two. I got one from Kevin Conroy, and I got the other one by Jim Cummings. Who's another legendary voice actor, mostly for Disney? Uh, you might know him as Darkwing Duck. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I got a, like a Darkwing Duck figure signed by him. And how many of those plastic case box cases did you buy? I bought three in case I needed a spare, but I didn't. Okay. I didn't end up using the third one. Ended up using the third one. I didn't use the third. Oh, one. I didn't use I didn't, the third. One. I didn't okay. get anything else. Okay. Dude, you know you could have just gone to the ninety-nine cent store and got yourself a plastic box that size specifically. Well, you mean it had to be perfect size? Well, you these are these are box. these are specifically for Bef- Funko Pop. Before boxes. I saw what they were, I thought it was like a very heavy kind of like kind of a little thick plastic like a yeah, like acrylic maybe like it is kind of like a like thick plastic and, it's, cover on and it. it's something that it goes over it over another box, right? Yeah. This thing is actually fitted. These the are box. specific for Funko Pop boxes, but that's they're what fitted, they right? They're for. really snug. That's what they make them for. So I don't. Uh, anyway, I don't know because there are people who are like <laughs> hardcore collectors, like you. Bought, no, I'm not hardcore compared to other. You people. bought a box for your box. That's what I'm saying. I have two of them. I have two that I kept in the box. Every, everything else I take out of the box and I put it anywhere. There are people who have walls of boxes as if they're at the store still. <laughs> And they never open them at all, so I'm not nearly as hardcore as some people are. I could, I could, I could attest to that. He's not hardcore. So if you get a comic book sign and you put it in the mylar bag to protect it, I got a box. Yeah, but a comic book is a a comic book. There is no protection, so I can understand the mylar box. So this is the the box can get damaged if you sign the box. They can't sign the figures. But this is not the the, this is not the equivalent of putting it in a sleeve with a paper cardboard uh, box behind it. This is more like for a comic book, you would you would put it in an acrylic case. Kind of thing. That's I what can't you would take do. it. It's, I can't take the figure out of there and have him sign that. It's like, <laughs> why not? Because it's not going to be legible. And it's going to be weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, Victor didn't stand online for the whole pop thing because pop had uh, uh, the pop figurine. Funko has a Funko, thing. right? Yeah, I got like one pop the whole weekend. Right, and it was a Bob Ross, and I just took him out of the box, put him on my desk, and he's there. So okay, <laughs> that was not really that special. So I just, the other two, I got boxes because I wanted to protect them because I was getting them signed, and that's it. So I don't know if you guys witnessed this, but one of the things that that I found funny that happened to me when I was at uh, uh, Comic Con there is I was I was uh, walking by, and this guy stopped me, right? And this was on the main floor. He stopped me. He goes, 
hey, my friend, man, you got two badges on you. Because I, I was holding on to another badge. I had two badges on, on, on lanyards around my neck. Oh, you must be hardcore. You been, must have been coming to Comic-Con for many, many years. Oh, yeah, I've been to like every one of them except for like one. And he goes, uh, oh, he's like, uh, you, you're, you must be having a lot of fun. You must have a great job and everything. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing all right. Yeah, I'm having fun. I'm getting a little weirded out by him. He goes, no, no, you're, you're a cool guy. He keeps giving me a pound and a high five and everything. And next thing he goes, you know, there's something that I can give you right now that will help you change your life because you're such a good person. I'm going to give you this book. He gave me a book of like spiritual spiritual something like buddhists or something like that he goes oh i'm a monk from you know wherever yonder from the future i'm a monk <laughs> and i fight and, robots and i'm here to give you this book uh that's going to change your life and help you spiritually and for a small donation all we're asking for is a small donation ah there we go that's what you wanted he goes anything at all anything you want i'm like oh sorry dude you know i've been paying for everything with my card i don't really have cash on me he goes oh no problem no problem my friend it's all right but you see us monks were prepared for that and he whips out his iPhone and on his iPhone he actually had the credit card adapter attached to his iPhone you go, for a small credit card donation you know <laughs> we can go I'm like oh you slick dude no I'm not gonna give you squat I was trying to be nice but no I'm not gonna give you anything now and you know he goes, you weren't oh. gonna give him anything before so it doesn't mean anything <laughs> like that doesn't impress me that you, know, you have a credit card thing for your iPhone monk <laughs> From like, where don't again? you guys where, where take you a, a vow of poverty? Yeah, and, he, and technology, right? And this guy pulls out a phone with one of those credit card adapters. I just thought it was First funny. First of all, be like, what are you doing here at Comic-Con? I told him, you know what, sir? Have a good day. And I walked away. I'm not changing religions. I worship Stan Lee, and that's it. <laughs> Thou shalt not have any other artists before me. <laughs> so that was that was the only, like, uh, you guys, um, obviously you guys didn't uh, run into this guy, right? No, no. I didn't do, no, do I look like I'm the type of person that attracts religious people? <laughs> if I attract any religious people, they're usually holding torches and pitchforks and <laughs> crosses. Not that it works on me, but which was pretty cool. Besides, I, I you can see how poor funny. I am. I thought that was pretty funny. So that was that was pretty much my Thursday. I, I mean, I try to keep Thursday and Friday now to just buying stuff, and then Saturday and Sunday I usually go. Uh, with uh, Jen and the kids uh, and then hang out with them to do whatever they want in terms of panels and kitty stuff because a lot of the they're doing a lot more kid stuff than I remember doing uh, remember what Comic-Con used to do in the past and a lot of the kid stuff is like in the second level and these open rooms where you, you know people can go and, and, and do you know crafts works and stuff like that which is pretty cool I think we saw a couple Victor mm-hmm. you and I were we I thought they were going to be pretty interesting but some of them didn't really turn out to be that great so Comic Con, you and Victor decided to check out the kids stuff. No, that was a Saturday, Saturday and Sunday. We we checked out the panels for kids. Okay, kitty panels. Right with your children. Yes, my children. Oh yeah, let's let's, let, let's clarify let's that. Emphasize that your children were with us when we went to those panels. Yes, they were. <laughs> they were the driving force behind being okay. at those panels. <laughs> But that was my third. That was the big. That'd be kind of weird if you a parent with two kids and you just see two grown men just deciding, yeah, we're just gonna sit here (laughs) among the kids for the kitty panel. But that was the highlight for Thursday. Just Victor and I getting stuff, ships. I ran into the monk, and I saw a Robert Kirkman panel talking about Invincible. Then came Friday. That's when Ray gets involved. Yes. 
Right, right. And that's where and all uh, hell broke loose. And all hell broke <laughs> loose. That's where uh, Al. We show up with Al after the maze of trying to get into the building. He runs in the door and says, "Oh, okay, guys, I'll meet you on the inside." Because he had his special pass. And then we did not see Al again until it was time to go. When he was like, "I'm hungry. Uh, I want to go home." All right. Let me let me explain what happened there. So, to what we were saying earlier in terms of lines getting into the place, they take you in a different direction to get in. You have to go around a different block just mm-hmm. to get into the convention center. Depending on what kind of pass you have. Yes. Right. Depending on what type of pass you have. So, I'm standing online with you guys, and it was uh, me, Victor, it was like uh, you, uh, Ray, and Mattia, and we were trying to get in. We're standing on this line. Which was longer than uh, yesterday's line because I think we were we got there a little bit later on Friday, so the line was obviously a little bit longer. I had to use the restroom. I was holding it in that whole time we're waiting online. When the line started to finally yeah, get moving, what was moving, this line for again? Friday, trying to get in. We were trying to get in. Remember, we got into the building. Oh, into the getting into the building, getting okay. into the building, and you know, special pass. So he was like, "All right, I'll meet you on the inside." And then we went in the regular green passway, and then we didn't yeah. see him again until the end of the day. Oh wow! Really? That was a whole day. <laughs> see, remember, Victor doesn't remember. Remember, we went in together. Yeah, I know. Then we, we separated at the thing. door. He said, "I'll meet you on the inside," right. and then we never saw him again until we got the text message around seven o'clock that yeah. was like, "I'm hungry. I want to go home." You guys ready? <laughs> I was sure I saw him again before that, or maybe I just saw her again. No, she wasn't there. She wasn't there Friday. Friday. Yeah, all the days are blurring together. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about Friday. So what happened was... What what happened happened was... was, (laughs) I had to use the bathroom very badly. I'm waiting online with you guys in the hot sun. We finally get to the front, well, like near the entrance doors of the Javits Center. And the guy is kind of... There's some guy there who, one of the crew staff, is directing everybody. Everybody who has a Friday pass or a green pass, I think it was called... Has to keep going further down to get to another yeah, line. Yeah, another minute. Ooh. So I said, I don't know how long that other line is. So I said, screw it. I whipped out my, my special pass and I said, I got to get inside. I'm sorry, guys. I'll meet you guys later. I have to run to the bathroom. So I go inside and I run to that bathroom. And believe you, me, and Jen can attest to this later on when she shows up on the weekend. The lines for bathroom is just horrendously ridiculous. Even for the men's room. I don't- men's rooms, ladies' rooms, it doesn't matter. There's lines. Lines. I mean, well, at least with the men's rooms, you have options. You can either, you have, like, it breaks <laughs> off into either, okay, do you just want to go number one at the urinals, or do you want to use a stall? So at or, least for the guy, you, you have choices. But, <laughs> but was, they actually ended up converting some of the men's rooms and just putting signs in and say, okay, this is a ladies' room. Yeah, <laughs> they took, like, one side of the building just became all ladies' room. It used to be, like, uh, girls and boys' room. Now it's yeah, just, they just put up signs. Again, no, girls, 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 because it just got worse for the girls' room. I actually had people on the men's line who were females. <laughs> they were cutting in front when of When you got to go, you got to go. They had they, they were girls. It looked like a, a co-ed bathroom. Girls would go into the stalls, and they didn't care. They would come out, wash their hands. Guys using the urinals. Some guys, they didn't care either. Hey, it's the 21st century. I think they knew. I, I think I saw. I think I did. I went to one of like near the, the concession, the commissary. Mm-hmm. And I used the restroom in there before. Like I don't know if that was like, I think that was the start of my Saturday. First thing I did was go to the bathroom. And, yeah, before, when I came out, there was, like, this dude, and I guess his girlfriend were over in the corner, like, using the sink. <laughs> so, That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we were with you Comic-Con and all its glory. The comic books, the artists, the restrooms. <laughs> I, I don't think they can do anything about those restrooms. I mean, there are restrooms everywhere, but they get packed. But it was seriously, like, girls on the guy's line. They're like, screw this. I am not standing Okay, on a, you when know, you got to go, you got to go. Anymore. No biggie. 
Yeah, and nobody nobody said anything about it either. They were just like, eh, whatever. Okay, so let's complete the saga of the Javits Center restrooms. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was true. But once after I got out of the restroom, uh, I was online for about a good another 10 minutes. Once I got out, I just decided to walk around. And uh, I didn't meet you guys until to race point. I didn't meet you guys until much later. Yeah, until- the end of the day, because you were like, I'm hungry and I want to go home. But I did end up getting the Enterprise J, which was uh, that Friday. Mm-hmm. The Enterprise J. And, yeah, I think I bought a ship pretty much every And the Aventine. Yeah. That's when I end, uh, I had to go back to Eagle Moss and got those two. Yeah. I bought the Aventine and I think the Akira class that day. Did yeah. you like the Enterprise J? Yeah. I ended, I ended up buying that on the last day. The very That was like the very last thing I got. No, the Enterprise looked, J just looks like the Galaxy. They just squished it. They just stepped on it and flattened <laughs> it. It just looks flat. It, it looks very it looks flimsy, nice, though. But very, very yeah. thin pieces yeah, it on like it. Yeah, a very delicate piece. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I went, because that's the first thing we did. You wanted to go check on a ship. Because mm-hmm. you were like, oh, they told me it's going to be in on Friday. So I was like, all right, let's go. Uh, I got there. They didn't have your ship at the time. They said they told you to come back like at 2.30 yeah, or something two like that. And uh, I saw that they had the Defiant class and they had the Sovereign class. Those were the two ships I, I was willing to budget myself because they were like $20 each. So I was like, all right, I'll buy two ships. It's 40 bucks. So they're very beautiful ships. Took them home, oh, took yeah. them out. Took I like the ship. I got some of them um, actually displayed. They were really cool with me because piano. the first thing I did when I went there, I went to the, the, like, the first thing I did when I went to the Igamos is that the year ago I had a problem with uh, one of the ships that I bought. Like, I bought the Prometheus. And when I got home, I noticed that one of the nacelle pieces was missing and this was on a sunday so i couldn't go back it was too late <laughs> so i contacted their customer service and sent them like email and say hey look this i sent them pictures so look this i bought this at the stand and this, it's defective can i get a new one and they said oh no i'm sorry but we don't have that in stock but we'll put an order in for you and when it comes in we'll send you one and now i waited almost a year and it never happened <laughs> but the guys at the booth were really cool i said look here's what happened you know i bought the ship and they let me swap that out and of course i ended up buying like six more ships besides that anyway <laughs> but they were really cool with helping me out and swapping me with helping me swap out a new uh, a new ship for the i'm sorry did you say you, did you show them the email yeah, I showed, well, I didn't have to show him anything. I oh, showed that's him the cool. ship that I had. So I, he knew I, he knew right away. It was they yeah. were that cool enough to just yeah, to swap it out. I said, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I, I told I could have showed him the stuff. He said, no, it's cool. It's cool. Go ahead. I like the Enter- I, it, probably because oh, I'm also going to buy something. So yeah, <laughs> I'm going to buy stuff. <laughs> I also like the Enterprise J, but the only thing I like to raise point saying is all flat. Yeah, it's like the only thing I found weird about flat. it is that they have pictures of it with the lights on and everything and I'm looking at him like are all the lights on the ceiling like are all the windows on the ceiling like if you're wandering around in the ship you have to look up because everything's so flat there's nothing like to your left or right of you it's just or maybe those are the floor remember in space there's no gravity so maybe they have the gravity set so that (laughs) oh my god that would be so annoying right (laughs) but it's not upside down for them it's just the floor yeah that is weird I I, I think I'll get sick off of that ship It's a nice ship, though. I like it. Like I it. said, it looks pretty, but at the same time, it's like, it looks like they took the Enterprise D, they smushed it flat, like completely flat, like almost paper thin flat. Yeah. It's and really the nice cells look like they're being held on by a paper clip. Yeah. I'm like, this is the future technology. It looks very alien like now, not really yeah. human kind of like input in it. Yeah, they just took a pizza cutter and they're just putting the cells on it. <laughs> Here you go, on your way. But I did run. I did do two, a couple of panels there. I did a uh, one called the Collider panel, um, and it's also a different. I think it's also a different podcast because I was asking uh, Ronell because uh, I think he was the one who listens to Collider, and when I, I text him and he goes, "Yeah, Collider is a good uh, is a good panel. You should go to that one." So I went to that one, and they were pretty much talking about. You ever seen the? Um, I forgot the guy's name now, but the the director who did. Um, uh, 
was it Superman Lives? What happened to Superman Lives? That documentary oh, we saw okay. recently. The Death of Superman Lives. Yeah, Death The Death of, of Superman, Superman Lives. Lives. He was there with like um so, uh, another people from his panel and they were just pretty much talking about new comics that are coming out like did you ever heard of the doomsday clock for dc that's coming out i've heard of it but i don't know what it is yeah it has to do with um kind of like bringing back the watchmen into the dc universe where uh, dr manhattan is the one who's kind of like controlling all like the 52 that's happening he's resetting the universe dr manhattan is doing that and he's working with um Possibly other members of the Watchmen. They're still hidden, but right now everybody knows it's like Doctor Manhattan doing a lot of the fucking of the universe, and it has something With to do his with giant Superman. blue schlong. Yeah, <laughs> this giant blue schlong, and it has something to do with Superman is, is revolved around it in, in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> his dick controls the universe. <laughs> Ew. But what I found, what, what I found interesting was, <laughs> I'm sitting floppy. at these. I'm sitting at these panels, and you know when you get those moments when you, you don't know you fall asleep, and you just go, <gasps> what the hell? You just wake up and start looking around like, what? I was sleeping? I had about a couple of those moments <laughs> when I was at the panel, and every time I did that, I looked around, and I just see people staring at me like all weird. No, they, they don't want to look at you weird. It's just you snore loudly, so I'm sure they didn't look at you weirdly. They were just like angry that they couldn't hear what was going on. <laughs> Probably. Because you, you snore like a T-Rex swallowed a monster truck. <laughs> I just... All I remember is I'm listening to these guys listening listening next time I go what huh what what's going on I see this lady Batman don't touch me there what <laughs> and I'm looking at this lady staring at me like she turned around because she was sitting in front of me and I'm like Ooh, I must have been snoring or something I must have done yes. something yes, must have yes. yes and I did that twice surprised you didn't get escorted out of the building <laughs> so that was uh, one, one of the uh, he also did something else I think he dozed uh, no I dozed off a couple of times when I woke up I'm sorry I'm just reading my notes here <laughs> I dozed off a you couple of times. Yeah, I wrote then I woke up. We know that you dozed off. You don't have to write. That. <laughs> I only did another. I only did another panel called the Marvel Legacy Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends panel, uh, which was not too bad. I guess they they, they were talking about again um, new comics that uh, new Spider-Man comics that are coming out for New Year, like the Venom verse. Um, Eddie Brock is Venom again. I think he wasn't Venom for a while. I thought he died. I don't Did know how he came back. I don't know how. I don't know oh, how. Nobody really dies. Everybody always comes. I know back Flash in the Thompson at one point was Venom for a while. He was the current Venom, and then Eddie Brock got him back. Other than that, that's pretty much it for the Marvel Legacy panel that I went to. Nothing really too big on that front. Ray, I know that you wanted to mention something that we kind of we kind of skipped over on Thursday. Well, technically it at the convention, it but it was part of yeah, the whole, it was part of the whole uh, New York Comic Con thing experience. So, uh, there's this website. Well, not a website. It's a, it's a YouTube channel, Epic right. Rap Battles of History, which right. is uh, it's pretty good. It's very pretty popular. Funny, very got popular. a lot of followers. Yeah. I mean, I'm very eclectic in terms of music. I'm not rap isn't always my biggest thing. There's a few songs here and there, but what I really like about Epic Rap Battles of History is it's you know it's about history for the most part. The guys who do it are very talented. It's very funny. It's very interesting. So they put like uh, yeah, historical figures. Historical figures. Well, these they they're, they rap, and I guess they act. So their best ones are like Einstein versus Stephen Hawking, Thomas Edison versus Nikola Tesla, things like that throughout history. Bruce Lee against um, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Some of my favorites. I there. mean, they, they also also have you know funny pop comical stuff, pop too. culture stuff. Like they had the Terminator versus RoboCop. So and those millions of emails. Rick Grimes stuff. against um, uh, Walter White. Walter White. Mythbusters versus the Ghostbusters. Busters. Yeah, things like <laughs> so that. So you went to one of their uh, I, shows. They actually live had shows. a live show, nice. which was at uh, 42nd Street at the BB uh, King's uh, 
restaurant theater show. Uh, it's the first time I've gone to one of those things. And it was we got there early. We actually got right near the stage. It's not a big area. Packed, but we, though, Yeah, but it was packed. A lot of people were there. This, they did a great job. They got everybody hyped up into the into the rap battles. They got people in, involved because they actually got into the crowd. They did a couple songs on the stage. Mm-hmm. They were rapping while with the crowd. Um, they're really good at improvisation because at one point they just asked people, all right, give me any famous or historical person. People are yelling out all, all these names. So somebody yelled out like Dolly Parton. So like, all right, we'll go with Dolly Parton. Who's Dolly Parton going to rap against? And somebody threw out um, Britney Spears. Then they had versus Britney Spears, and they did like a quick two, three minute rap battle of Dolly Parton, Britney Spears. I'm trying to remember one of the one of the lines, but it had everybody rolling, like, "Oh, you're just a poor woman's Christina Aguilera," something like that. (laughs) Hilarious. Then I'm pretty were, sure somebody recorded and put it on YouTube. Probably. Sometime. Then they, they so. were like, "All right, come on, let's get, let's get some others. Who else is famous? Who else?" And somebody threw out the name Adam Sandler. So they're like, "Okay, we'll go with Adam Sandler, but let's get somebody else, but not another comedian. Get somebody, some other famous, serious person." So somebody threw out Liam Neeson. Of Liam Neeson and Adam Sandler. I don't remember much of that, but I do remember laughing at some of the lines. They like, and then when they got back up on the stage. Because when they do the rap battles, it's one person versus the other person. So we're asking, so who knows? Like, they have one epic rap battle where it's Abraham Lincoln versus Chuck Norris. So they were yelling, All right, who, who asking, who knows Chuck Norris's lines? And, you know, two or three people are raising their hands. They're like, all right, you, uh, do you swear you know? And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they go up on the stage. They start doing the battle. Okay, Chuck Norris, go. And he does it line for line. <laughs> so the fan knew the line. The fan knew the line. <laughs> and they did it again. And they have one that it's William Shakespeare versus Dr. Seuss. And William Shakespeare has, like, in the second stanza where he's talking, but incredibly really, really, fast. Yeah. Right. And everybody's like, there's no way this guy is going to pull this off. And when it came time to do the second stanza, he was on point every single word, word for word. Nice. Victor, so you got to do that. It, it, it mm. made for a very yeah. inter- it, uh, a great show, very entertaining. I enjoyed it. If they ever come back to New York, that's something that uh, we, we should do. Epic rap battles? Epic come on, Victor, let's do this. History. Oh. <laughs> I can't rap for shit. So. <laughs> you know, people should check it out. It's on YouTube. They have a channel. It's great. It's yeah, really and they'll probably, I'm, like I said, I'm pretty sure that somebody recorded and put it on mm-hmm. on the site, the BB, BB King's um, event. <laughs> so it should be cool. So it's so great that, was, that you were able to do Thursday. something outside of, of Comic Con, uh, but still within the realms of the Comic Con experience. Yeah. We, uh, Victor and I, neither did Jen do anything outside. There were tons of stuff outside. Like there was stuff at the Hammerstein Ballroom. Room. There was stuff mm-hmm. at Madison Square Garden. I think there was something that was some event was happening actually on Forty Second Street that I keep hearing about. That uh, yeah, we walked by that, but I didn't know what it was because we wanted to get to the show on time. But they had like it was uh, DC. There was a yeah, whole something DC, DC thing there, and mm-hmm. it was car- cordoned off. There was curtains everywhere. There's a whole bunch of DC Superman logo, you know, all these logos everywhere. But we didn't have time, and then by the time the show ended, it was like after midnight. I was like, ah. Because what gets to me is like a lot of these events are so far out of Javits Center, and it was like humid and hot that day. It was about the whole week was about what do you think, Vic? Like about eighty-five degrees or so, seventies, eighties, most humid. And I'm there, and me because me stupid me, like I usually try to get something like cool to wear for those days, like a shirt or something. I was wearing long sleeves, and I'm like burning hot in these things. But I'm like, that's the only thing I picked up. Weather report? I did for Thursday and Friday. I'm like, all right. Luckily for me, I was wearing some short sleeve stuff. When it came Saturday. 
Saturday and Sunday was just burning hot, and I'm wearing like long sleeves, and I was just dying of heat. Jen was the same thing. Like she was like she had to step out for a second, but she she could mention that uh, what she was wearing on Saturday, and it was just like freaking ridiculously hot, and I felt the so bad for her. Report is just like we're in October and it's in the mid 80s. So for those of you who say global warming doesn't exist, ha, fool you. <laughs> <laughs> So that was your Thursday, that even though you Thursday. were not at the Comic-Con. Yeah, but it was something to do. Uh, like I said, it's a very entertaining uh, YouTube channel. Uh, I like history, and I like the fact that not only do, it's not just that they're rapping, but when they do rap as the ca- historical character, they will use you know historical references in a rap. Like if you listen to Thomas Edison and uh, versus Nikola Tesla, mm-hmm. they throw a lot of things in there from the actual history. So I thought it was really great. It was a great show. It was very entertaining. Like I said, they they get the audience involved. Catch if you haven't heard of it, Epic Rap Battles, awesome yeah, show. Epic Rap Battles of History. They're on YouTube. You can find yes. them. So Friday, anything big so, happen for anybody on Friday? Uh, my Friday was pretty cool. Uh, I got some. Let's see. Friday was thing. It was the day I met Jim Cummings. I think. That was, was the Darkwing Duck you mentioned? Yeah, yeah. I also Signature? got Signature? Yeah, for him. And a picture? Yes. Okay. Uh, also, I got to meet uh, Lita, WWE wrestler, Hall of Famer. Ooh. That was really cool. I got That's an autograph cool. and a photo with her. That was really neat. I saw the photo. So you got the restraining order lifted just for that time? <laughs> I don't have one on her. <laughs> she, wait, she has, oh, she does she still have the red oh, hair? She She's more brunette now. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. Okay. She she changed it because of you probably yeah that's probably it. <laughs> kept stalking her oh you know what I did find funny Cause, oh uh, there's another oh oh go ahead and like at the very end uh, Ray was there uh, I also met uh, Ron Simmons oh yeah who's another Farouk. legendary oh, yeah, wrestler I did yeah. see uh, uh, Ron Simmons whoever yeah. doesn't know he played he played Farouk in WWE and he was the first uh, black heavyweight champion in the history of wrestling he still looks good he's still good yeah, yeah. he looks like he yeah. can kick somebody's ass he gets so and that was kind of a random thing as we saw him like the show the yeah, we floor were was closing like in the last couple minutes so we saw him say hey you know and I, I got a picture with his with his uh WCW belt and oh, nice. Cool. Really nice bonus. So uh, one one of the things I saw on Friday because I after going around you know by myself on Friday and then meeting up with oh, Chris and doing some stuff, I just, I just decided to sit in that the second tunnel hallway where you just see a bunch of people walking by where all the um, the meeting rooms are like the one A through yeah that little, five that, or something that like long that. corridor down there that go, cuts through the commissary and yeah. I'm sitting there and I see so many people because this year's I think the the main thing that I saw there in terms of cosplay were people dressed up like Rick from Rick and Morty yeah and Rick Rick was a big deal Rick and Morty's a big deal Wonder Woman was a big deal in cosplay this year yeah so what I found funny was like they just like a like a group of like twelve like a good dozen people dressed up like Rick and they all decided to do their own council of Rick inside one of the rooms one of the empty rooms and they're all going around discussing like which Rick they were and they came up with their own origin story and they were each going around in a circle which was pretty cool and some of them actually like did the voice of Rick which was they were, they were pretty good doing it which had me cracking up I wish I recorded it but at one point I think they asked us to leave the room for some reason and then they all dispersed so I just started to sit in the outside hallway but it was pretty funny I'm like I should have recorded it man it was so hilarious and then when I text you guys that they were doing that, uh, I have no idea where you guys were. I think you were, were elsewhere. Walking around <laughs> Comic Con. Yeah. One of the main things for Comic Con is just walking around, looking at all the vendors, seeing all the cool stuff that you could buy or that you want to buy. Right. Like I go with a budget. Unfortunately, like every year, the budget needs to be increased. So it's like, oh, pay rent or, you know, buy cool stuff. So you always have to balance that. Like there were a bunch of stuff that, you know, I saw when I was a kid. Like I used to have G.I. Joe's and Transformers. And, you know, you, and you see have those these vendors things. who just still sell them like in single yeah, packets exactly. or they might have the originals for like $50. Exactly. So 
I'll that. see something and I'll be like, oh my god, I used to have that when I was a kid. Oh man, you know, you get the little kid inside of you that's like, oh yeah, let's get it again. And then it's like, oh my god, it costs that much. When I was a kid, I had a lot of these things and I just lost them. So I'm hoping that somehow in the future, I built a time machine and I went back in time and took them from myself so that I could say, sell them and make a fortune <laughs> later on in life. Because I don't know where most of these toys disappear to, so I'm only hoping that somehow I built a time machine. <laughs> and I, like I, went, I went back in time, went through all my old you know, toy closet, toy chest, whatever, took them all, and I've sold them, and somehow I'm living in a beach somewhere. Yeah, a lot of my toys when I was a little kid, they're probably, there was stuff money like, now. Dude, mm. I, I saw Transformers that I had when I was a kid that they were selling for like $550. Yeah, and not, you know, even, not figures. even complete either. Like, yeah, G.I. Joe figures, 50 bucks. Vehicles, 130 $150, $200. Like, I always wanted Wait, the original Snake Eyes. Uh, not the original, not the, the maybe the second iteration of him yeah. when he had like the, the armor. Visor. The visor, that armor visor. The Jordy visor. Yeah, I love that <laughs> version of Snake Eyes. I and saw it with like 60 bucks. Yeah, like, with the wolf. The yeah. Timberwolf. Tim- timber? Yeah, Timber. I wanted that one. I always see it, and I never end up getting it because it's just, yeah, there I, were can't, a bunch I can't of things see myself I was buying that around one. That I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, I wanted to get a statue. Like, there was this awesome Godzilla statue that I saw, and it was like $1,600. <laughs> if I had wow. $1,600, I would buy that. But it's like, oh, 1600 or don't eat, uh, pay don't rent. pay rent, <laughs> don't light, electricity. Yeah. So, yeah. It's cool to see these things, but at the same time, it's like, wow, I, I need more money. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. I really got to hang out with Carissa more because she actually does these events. Like, she actually goes to the Hammerstein. She goes to Madison Square Garden. Like, she always does the side events. Mm-hmm. And then she talks. It's too bad she's not here to go over a lot of the stuff that she saw. But she actually goes to, like, she stands on lines to see, like, these famous actors, you know, for hours on end. Mm. And then she got to picture them, them on her on her Facebook of all the people that she meets, all the things she does. It's so cool cool she goes to these after parties that i never even knew existed she went to one after party that actually she recorded it uh, and she put it online it was like a club and it looked like all these people were chanting and like raving and all this stuff and it had it was like what was the show called victor um robot no mr robot yeah, it was yeah. like all Mr. Robot themed okay. uh, kind of like rave party that she went to. I'm like, holy cow, that is so freaking cool. So I'm like, one of these years... I'm not a raver. One of these years I got to go with her, man, because she's I'm like, she knows lunatic. how to do these things. So that, But that was Friday. I'm so, more of a bar person. I'm not like a club guy in the places that go like... Mm-t, mm-t, mm-t. I'm not into that stuff. <laughs> Just to experience it for once. Yeah. So, But that was Friday. So we did Thursday, Friday. Saturday came. And Saturday, well, Friday, I did do one panel. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. I what was the, the panel the you did? Badass Women of Sci-Fi panel, which is a pretty interesting panel. I was there. My friend uh, Mattia wanted to go. So it was like, hey, you know, badass females of history so or sci-fi. Great place to pick up chicks. Not a great place to pick up chicks. <laughs> Not a good place. So, who is the badass? Did well, the, did, was it like a, a, a countdown of who were the, the, the it was top a, ten? It, well, or something? first it was a discussion about you know women in you know sci-fi and comic book history, science fiction, how, like all the stuff they've gone through and how they you know because there was a panel that it was uh, like. Female actresses. One from was from one show called The Expanse. I've seen a oh, few right. episodes yeah, of The yeah, Expanse. It's actually pretty good. There was another actress from the show American Gods. There was a creator writer from a, a show called Winona Earp. It was another creator from The Magicians and some other creator so like writer people. from yeah sci-fi people from uh, I think she worked for DC. Oh, cool. So they were talking about all their experiences and how. 
everything has changed now that women have more role it's not still perfect they still ha- go through a lot of crap but that they're, but they're, they're more get, they're empowering. getting a more share yeah exactly more piece of the pie now yeah so it's an interesting historical discussion plus there was they they went into like you know talk about female characters like one of the debates was who's a better princess princess leia or uh, princess diana wonder woman All so good. that was a good debate but obviously princess leia wins that one <laughs> <laughs> because princess leia you know she was a regular person and she ended up leading a rebellion and being a general whereas princess diana is a god and was trained from childbirth to be a warrior that's true so you know princess leia with no kind of military experience leads a rebellion so how long was it? Usually the, the panel about, about an, an hour. hour. Yeah, because each actress uh, creator was talking about the stuff that happens on their shows and the stuff that they, they've gone through. It was kind of interesting. Victor, you didn't do any panels that I no, can. No, not really. Except yeah. for you know we did a couple of kids events with yeah. uh, you and the kids. We can get into that. What I mean. Um so that was, I'm sorry, that was Friday. That was Friday. All right, now we can move on to Saturday. Saturday. So usually, now I can leave because I have no more to input into this. <laughs> so Saturday was the big day. That's when everybody goes. And usually when it comes down to Saturdays, you go there and you're going to see tons of people. Tons of people. But I saw tons of people on Friday. One of the main things about Comic-Con is that you don't really walk around Comic-Con. You just You shift. shuffle and you slide shuffle. and you shift and you twist and turn. And <laughs> That's how I hurt my back. And you, and you wait a lot in line. That's how I hurt my back. It's just not constantly going straight in a consistent walking motion. It's more like stopping, going, stopping, going. Now you're in a hard server. Now you're in a carpet. Now you're stopping and going. Now you're shuffling over. And I'm like, I hurt my back. I tweak it because I'm not moving in like a straight line. But uh, Saturday came and Saturday, like I was saying earlier, it was so freaking hot. I'm wearing long sleeves that day. I think I was wearing um, Winter Soldier shirt. Correct. I had the, the, the left arm was the armor. Yes. Which was pretty cool. I love that shirt. And then Jen went as a Catwoman. This is why I was saying feeling so bad for her because... I was fine. You were fine? I don't know how you dressed in that. It was super hot that day. I wasn't Dude, in the you sun. You through your t-shirts. True. I, I wasn't in the sun. That's true. We took, the, we took an Uber, which we've only taken an Uber how many times? That was our second time ever. Taking an Uber, yeah. They're pretty cool. You know what I didn't know about Ubers? That, you know, when you get them on the phone, they actually, like, trace the car. Like, here's the Uber where it is right now. It'll be in the house in three minutes, and it gives you, like, where he is now and a line, kind of like in the Google map, to your house, and the actually updates every few seconds. You can see the car moving and getting closer to the house. The future is now. I'm like, oh, my God, that's the future. That is so cool. Victor, what the hell are you doing? I'm playing with this fidget spinner. <laughs> He's fidgeting. It's He's fidgeting. I, I've never really taken Ubers. Like like Jen says, I've Quiet, only spinning. our second time taking it. Quiet, I'm spinning. <laughs> so Jen was dressed as Catwoman. You got a few pictures taken. Yeah, mostly it Victor. <laughs> Victor took some pictures of, of Jen in... in, yeah. in that was mostly my Saturday. I didn't really make any purchases except maybe one. I bought one uh, uh, Power Rangers graphic novel. One trade paperback. It was... Uh, it's like a collected vault. You know the new Power Rangers comic that's out right now? We're, yeah, yeah. yeah the Who new owns volume. it right now? Uh, uh, Boom is the publisher. Boom, okay. Yeah. But it was actually, it's actually pretty good. It is sort it? of like picks up like around right after the Green Ranger story. Oh, okay. The evil Green Ranger story. I wanted to do another panel on Saturday. And I told you and I was going to just do <laughs> at least one panel because I really want to do it with, with uh, Patrick Rothfuss. Cool. Um, he's a very famous uh, writer for like uh, uh, fantasy novels. 
I think there's like a lot of Dungeons and Dragons stuff appearance in packs and stuff for oh, acquisition. Dungeons and Dragons, that's why. yeah, that's me, man. So I wanted to do it. I never got to see his panel before, so I wanted to go. And I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find it here. I have the the New York Comic Con book on me, and I can't find the name of the actual panel I was trying to get to. Didn't you take notes? Didn't you write it down? I did, but I didn't write down the title of it. But I was. I get online. I find the place. Like I find the line that it was lining up. I get there. I'm standing online with tons of people trying to get in. And then I finally get into the place. We sit down, and I'm there with hundreds of people, right? But I'm sitting, like, square right in the middle of all these aisles of people. I'm pretty much packed in. So I'm sitting there. Another five, ten minutes go by. Then the host comes out. He goes, who's ready for something, something from Cartoon Network? And they're like, woo! I'm like, Cartoon Network? This is not Patrick Rothfuss. Wait a minute. I'm looking through my phone because I didn't have the book on me. I just had the phone and uh, the the New York Comic Con app. And, they, and then they start introducing like all these voice actors coming out to the stage. I'm like, holy shit. I'm in the wrong goddamn panel. <laughs> I went to the wrong I was been standing online for almost an hour for the wrong goddamn panel. I'm so pissed. So I'm sitting yeah, was and I can't get up. This is awesome. I'm like, I can't get up because I'm like right in the middle. If I look to my left, there are like tons of people sitting there with boxes in front of them, book bags. And to my right, tons of people with boxes and book bags in front of them. I can't get up. It's just about to start. You know, they're introducing all these people. And I think of the name of that um, panel was supposed to be um, OKKO, OK We Are Heroes, I think it's called. It's, an, it's a Cartoon Network cartoon. So they're introducing some of the, the voice actors for it. And, and two of the voice actors were the same actor, uh, voice actor who do the Teen Titans Go, uh, Beast Boy, and um, what's the name of the girl? Uh, Raven. They do voices for this cartoon also. So I'm sitting there listening to them. You know, I'm not really paying too much attention. But there was something interesting that came out of that panel was they, they gave a sneak peek of their next episode. And the next episode was about like these, well, OKKO has to do with these like three kids. I guess they are really kind of like, the animation is kind of poorly drawn, but I think it's done on purpose for this type of cartoon. And they're all inside this uh, um, convenience store and all these gaseous smoke comes out, like pollution. And the kid, I think his name is KO or OK, something like that, he's complaining about all this pollution. And then he comes outside and out of nowhere comes one of the planeteers. And it was the original voice actor the the uh, the Earth. What was his name? Earth. I forgot his name, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. The kid, the kid who had the Earth ring. Yeah, the yeah. kid from the Earth ring. He was from Africa, right? He came out, but it was voiced by uh, Lavar Burton. Lavar Burton. Yeah, yeah, Lavar Burton did it. So Lavar Burton was the actual voice. He reprised his role as this kid who had the Earth ring. And he comes out. He goes, "Oh, look at all the pollution in the air. We need to stop this." And he goes, "I have four other rings to give to you guys." And he gave the other rings to the new cast of this OK show. And they put so on the, the Earth ring. guy killed the four other guys that he had they, all five they, rings. They didn't mention. I'm just I'm just watching the, the clip, and then you hear the original score He's the only from Planet. <laughs> you see the original. You hear the original score from Captain Planet, and they all use the rings like fire, earth, wind, water, heart, and everything. And then through the ground, Captain Planet appears, and is the original voice of Captain Planet. And did he turn everybody into broccoli, or he turned everybody into a tree? <laughs> and he was there to clean up that whole pollution episode. Was it done? Cheeto? Did he turn everybody no, into no, a fucking tree? No. <laughs> but it was drawn to the style of this new show, which I thought was funny. And I'm like, holy cow, that's pretty cool. I, I was not really a big Captain Planet fan back in the day, but the fact that they actually gave that type of homage to Captain Planet from this other cartoon was pretty awesome. So even though I didn't get to see Patrick, so who would Rufus, win in a fight? Would it be Voltron? Would it be the Power Rangers? Or would it be Captain Planet? Well, Captain Voltron's a robot, and. The Power Rangers have a robot. Captain Planet's just a guy who <laughs> comes out of the ground. But they have the five, the, the five kids with the rings. Yeah, but they're otherwise useless. 
<laughs> Do you ever notice that the kids are useless once they give up the power to Captain Planet? No, because their rings had the powers. Remember, one guy gave them the powers, and then Captain Planet appears. They yeah, can't but use they the each rings. had the rings that had their own separate powers. But like they there can't was the use fire them when guy. Captain Planet is right. there. But once they once they combine they to their create power to Captain yeah, but Planet, I don't need Captain Planet if I could just set everything on they fire. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you pyromaniac! I know that we know that, but. If you're trying to save the world and Captain Planet appears, emerges, he has all the power. Fine, but I don't need Captain Planet if I could just set my problems on fire and burn them away. <laughs> I like the way Captain Planet used to say, the power is yours. Like, no, it's not. It's, it's his. It's yours. You're the one who kept He took all the power. Captain Planet owns all the power. the Earth guy could just make earthquakes. The fire guy could just set everything on fire. The only useless one was the heart guy. <laughs> Did he control oh, I have animals or heart something? or some crap like that. Did heart he could- was just made up. <laughs> Heart wasn't really a thing. Yeah, but he was useless. See, that's the only useless one. Heart. All I remember is that like he was able to I can give you a heart attack with find that, animals useless. or talk to animals with heart. That's all I remember you can do with that Kurt, in that cartoon. It's not even an element. <laughs> <laughs> they just wanted five kids. <laughs> so, so but that's what I got from that panel. That was the only panel I got to do that day. And I was kind of, you know, even though I, I was kind of ticked off that I got, to, I didn't get to see Patrick Rosfuss, but uh, I got to uh, see something that was still pretty cool anyway. I can't even find the panel that you wanted to go to. It's there. It's called OK OKKO. Yeah, but that's, that's the one you went that's to. That's the about one the you one went you to. Yeah, the one I wanted to go to is probably at the same time. I don't see it. With Patrick Rosfuss on it. it, has to do with right here, Patrick Rosfuss. Yeah, you were really late. But for you that. see, look, even in the book, it says one a ten. Look at the time. Two forty-five. Yeah, and I was I went to that. I was standing online, but the thing is, the the app they changed it. They updated it to one a o six, and I was I didn't know that. I was going by the book, and I didn't I didn't look back on my. <laughs> That's phone. your problem. You went by the book. <laughs> Never go by the book. Um, what else did we do? We did uh, for the kids. So Saturday was pretty much for the kids. And yes, I, did the I was there training. the whole day in did, that one room. But we did the uh, we did the Padawan training, which was pretty cool. I think uh, Gracie and Orion got a chance to train with Jedi Masters. Yes, it was pretty cool, actually. Very nice to see. And they fought Sith Lords. At yes, the end. they did. They yeah, each Sith fought the really Sith cool. Lords. <laughs> And then after that, they got certificates. That they were official Padawan. Um, They're Jedi Padawans. Jedi yes. Padawans. Soon her training will be complete. Yes. And then after that, they did, Gracie did uh, pirate training. Pirate how to become training a pirate. With Captain Jack. Jack Sparrow, one yes. Look exactly like Johnny Depp. Yes, Captain Jack. Captain Jack, he looked exactly like Johnny he Depp. He sounded like sounded him. like him with the slurring voice and everything. No, but tell me that he was hilarious during the whole... You know, exchange with the kids and talking to the kids, and he was, he was saying, he's very educational he's really too. Funny. Like he knew a lot about back in the what, fifteen hundreds, back, back about pirates, yes. how they raped and pillaged. Yeah, that's a good thing. Let's no, but actually, kids. a lot of things on the boat. He was actually sharing he knew, a lot he was of very knowledgeable of things on the boat, right? And, and how to use for a battle community within the pirates and stuff like that. He knew a lot yeah. about that stuff. Mm-hmm. He did it was pretty cool. There, the Rogues Armada. That's who hosted it. Yeah, the and the water. Jedi was the what is it? The fifty five oh one, the five oh first battalion. Yes, the five oh first battalion. Correct. So that was Saturday. I want to do Jedi training. Don't they have oh, Jedi training in New York somewhere? They do. There is a Jedi training. Oh, I want to do that. We what was do that. cool was on Friday we passed by all those different booths. So I found the booth that it was uh, custom lightsabers. 
Yo, those are expensive. Yeah, yeah, they're like three hundred fifty dollars to get them made. That's like base so, pay. I'm, dude, I'm definitely gonna get one. It's just cause it's gonna take several paychecks. I'm gonna have to put money aside, but that's <laughs> one thing I want. I don't want you have these. one? I pass by those guys twice, and every time I see the license, I'm like, man, I want to get one. Then I realize it's base pay. It's three fifty. Yeah. Anything after that, uh, that you custom add, for yeah. it, that you add on. Yeah, because I talked to the guy. I got a car and I asked, him, well, how much is it? And he said, well, it starts at three fifty, and then based on your customization, it could be anywhere from you know five to a thousand I don't think I'm gonna get to the thousand I mean if I save enough that might be something and like I think a those Christmas the ones, present a year from those now those are the ones that you can actually hit the lightsaber itself and yeah. they don't they damage they have fighting ones yeah they have fighting ones that you can I get use those. or they call them battle ready yeah I like they're to get called those. battle those ready cool. so I have the card so I gotta just save up and then check the website I have one custom made custom designed and just walk around everywhere with one ba- uh, that'd be sweet Jen did, yes. was there anything a big highlight for you on Saturday for me, yeah, I'm trying to think. Not really. I mean, I spent the whole day with the kids in Family HQ in room 1C03 all day. <laughs> we went from Padawan training to pirate training. Tuffy Tiger Live and an orange. Live. And then the kid costume showcase. Yeah, the kid and by the time I was done, it was... 5.45 with an hour and 15 Dude, minutes Dude, you always go all four days, maybe one day you could take off, watch your kids, and your wife can go enjoy Comic-Con. Well, we wanted to do, we were talking about that today. We wanted to actually go on the Thursday or Friday. Right. And have the kids, you know, stay, keep the kids here, and then we both go. Right. Kind of like what we used well, to do. Well, because that kids. was, it's, <laughs> it's just, just hang out. the one thing is, well, first off, Saturday... The reason I stayed with the kids was because there there weren't any panels that I was really interested in seeing, first off. And secondly, the crowds have become enormous. It's you you can't even walk the floor really. It's all shoulder to shoulder and it's it's just too much. And if I could find a place where I could sit and just be with the kids and then there's an area for them to run around, then I'm okay with that at this point. But I would I would rather go on another day totally and it's just that's the one thing I have to say about coming well, out. I, I do enjoy it. It gets better. Like I said, I went on a Friday and it was still one of those slightly walk right. a little bit. You shift, you shuffle. There's not really like enough space to do anything. Mm. As soon as we found a quiet spot, that it was like, okay, there's space here. I'm hungry. Sit, drop right. to the floor, start <laughs> eat whatever snacks I brought because I was not right. gonna right. pay that's what we did too. ridiculous amounts of we money brought for, food. Well, like that's... a bottle of water or a right. sandwich. See, but that's what's good at least about the center. They allow you to bring in outside food and drink. Yeah. Because they'd have a food riot. <laughs> Not everybody would be able to afford all of that food. Right. They'd probably just have a free-for-all. Victor, any highlights for you on Saturday? You just said you took just pictures and that was about yeah, it. that's pretty much it. I, just, well, I was with you guys at the uh, lightsaber thing. Yes. Uh, but other than that, I just wandered around taking pictures of the different cosplay. I guess that's always pretty much the things I look forward to is to see all the different cosplays and stuff. I, I thought Bumblebee. There was an amazing Bumblebee. Yeah, yeah. right. It was a, there that was, was an amazing huge Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Yeah. It was huge. Maybe we'll put that on the website. I took a p- couple of pictures. I saw a whole that. Spider-Man family. Like Everybody mm-hmm. in that group or family was dressed up as a mm-hmm. different version of Spider-Man. That was That's the one I think I look forward to the most, sir, to see all the different cosplayers and what they do. There is a family. It was adorable. They were the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That was very cute. So mom was Gamora. Dad was Star-Lord. They had a son who was about four years old. And he was, uh, he was Rocket. He was Rocket. And, and then there's, they had a baby who was less than a year old. So Ma- Mom or Gamora had the carrier. But what they did was they, they attached a, a pot to the so front. So it looked like Baby Groot. I think oh. I saw the same yeah. family on they Friday. They pretty much they took were, the, the pot, cut it in half. Right, and, and attached, attached it. it was, to like a uh, It was uh, adorable. Harness. 
Yes. Oh, cool. and then there was that little baby girl who maybe was like, I'd say a little older, between one and two years old. She was a Ghostbuster. And they remade her little car into an Ecto-1. Yes. Ecto-1. Yes. That was adorable. Cute. That was adorable. My favorite was, you know, they were saying that Rick and Morty was like a big theme mm-hmm. in cosplay this year. I saw one dude dressed as uh, Deadpool, dressed as Pickle Rick, holding a sign that says, Tickle My Pickle. <laughs> I saw a dead. I did. I saw a Deadpool like regular Rick, not a pickle Rick. Oh yeah, yeah. Just like the dude, like Deadpool mask, but had Rick hair and the jacket and the portal gun. That was. I then mean, what was it? We saw Kylo Ren, but when he lifted up his mask, it was Deadpool, and then he used his lightsaber like if he was. And he humping. held it like in a suggestive <laughs> manner. We'll say. <laughs> oh my god! Like how you turn on a Schwartz. For, yeah. uh, Schwartz yeah. Yeah. It was funny because he had the Kylo Ring, and Victor's like, "Oh, can I get a pick?" And he lifts up the mask, and it's Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> You could do anything with Deadpool, really. Trust some of us anything. Just there was a de- I saw a Deadpool Mario. <laughs> yeah, that was. I mean, like I said, you could take any character and just put Deadpool's mask on it, and then everybody gets the gist of that's supposed to be yeah. Deadpool making fun. Deadpool's cosplaying. Yeah, Deadpool's yeah. cosplaying. It's funny. I like the uh, Sunday was uh, Kids Day usually, and this is the first year I actually had to pay for my daughter to get a ticket for for Kids Day. Yes, children are expensive. Yes, it's going to happen now. I'm going to have to start paying for my kid to come in. She's no longer free, like my son still is. So I got to enjoy what little. Well, technically, if we didn't have that extra pass for Saturday, you would have had to pay for her. Work Saturday. a cosplay where you can like have her as part of your costume, but they won't know that she's really a real person. (laughs) (laughs) She'll be like, Gracie, just be quiet. I just want you to look like you're a piece of the costume. And you just. (laughs) (laughs) She'd be like a puppet. Holder in my yeah. arm, or you could look like Groot, and then you could have her like on on your shoulder and dress her like Rocket Raccoon, but just be like, don't move. You look, <laughs> look like a stuffed animal, like a statue, right? Like a stuffed animal, and you're just like, hey! And as soon as she's getting in, take it, take off the costume and just start walking. Right. <laughs> so on Sunday we did a panel. We did the Ghostbuster Slime Time panel. That wasn't really a panel. Yeah, you all misled me on that. <laughs> well, I was misled I too. I didn't know what it was either. When I was, what was it? Ghostbusters presents Slime Time Live. It came across like it was going to be a game show. Mm-hmm. Slime Time Live. I mean, a lot of the live. Yeah, I thought like you led me to believe because I. You guys know I'm the resident Ghostbusters fans last yes. expert here. And you said, oh, it's like a family thing. It's going to be trivia. I said, oh, well, I guess I better get on my game. I'm going to get embarrassed for the kids. Victor's so, <laughs> home studying the night before watching the Ghostbusters. Watching every single episode. No, this is like, no, like that morning. She Ghostbusters like, 1, Ghostbusters 2, original cartoon, real Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters Extreme. The comic oh my book. Gosh, the Ghostbusters they, uh, movie with our the text, female. Our texts were really funny, too. Can I read the text message? So I was writing to him that day. We were still on our way down. Victor had already gotten there that morning. Yeah, yeah. So then that he was saying, I thought it was a question and answer game style because most of the items here that's live, it's one of those type things where it's an interactive, there's question and answer, and you want a prize. So I said to him, you, I asked him, I said, you should come with us because you're an expert at Ghostbusters. You would know all this. So then he said, I need to cram now. He writes, I'm supposed to be the girl expert. I don't want to embarrass myself. That was a typo. I was trying to write GB in shorthand and autocorrected to girl. Twice. (laughs) You're the girl expert? (laughs) No, No, you're not. No, No, I'm not. (laughs) But uh, essentially what it was is they had the New York chapter of the Ghostbusters Club. Which isn't it just the Ghostbusters? Because the New York Ghostbusters are Are just the the Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. They're from here. They're from New York. They're the original. So, and they just put on a, a quick little show... 
to pretty much educate in terms of what would they what would they polymers polymer. science they tricked us into learning science they yeah. tricked us into learning it's pretty science. cool though so we learned about polymers poly meaning many and, and Victor Mers is yes, Mers what is Mers again Victor Mers no Mer is many Mers. parts no isn't that what one of the three wise men brought to Jesus exactly that's what some guy said that gold <laughs> frankincense and parts. <laughs> <laughs> And they uh, taught the kids, uh, whoever they gave like a little glass, uh, a little cup, to. little cup to, how to in make the audience slime. to how to make slime, basically. And it was cute polymers. because Slimer was actually hovering around puppet, the room. A uh, guy who's holding it in the back. Oh, you said Slimer. I'm like, wow, they had great special effects. They actually, <laughs> <did> like, <laughs> talking about that, Kids Monica, been freaking I felt out. I felt bad for them because the show could have been better. But the thing is, one, the room that we were in had no air conditioning, and they were packed in with people. So a lot of the parents were kind of, like, agitated by the heat. I was agitated. I had to sit down on the floor because I couldn't take it anymore because, you know, heat rises. So I sat on the floor. No, it was a little really? Cooler. It was a little cooler when I was sitting on the floor, but, man, I couldn't take it. It was just freaking hot. That and the, the audio, the mixer board, whatever they were using wasn't working properly. The microphones were coming in and out. Their sound effects wasn't working. <laughs> like, nothing was working. But that, that was so pretty So now you it. know how to make your own slime for your kids. Yeah, it's using polymers, right? Yes. Was that the but you don't poly- use polymers. That's what they... That's what it is. They are in... Never mind. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> just a bunch of random idiots talking here. Who <laughs> <laughs> weren't paying attention to the show that they went to. <laughs> So for us, I just ended up buying, for the kids, I just ended up buying a couple of toys for them. And Jen, you ended up getting some tea. Tea, yes, I did. I love tea. And they actually had a store called Tea and Absinthe. And I walked by that store. Yeah, it's way yeah. at the, the, the yeah. 100s, I think. Yeah, oh, the, 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 the 3000. It was the, yeah. the farthest wall. And they just, it was themed out teas yes. from different shows. So I ended up picking up from. a tea. Yeah, I think Daniel bought the tea from there. He bought a Buffy Buffy related tea. Yeah. I can't remember what kind it was, but yeah. I bought three kinds. I bought the TARDIS 10, mm. which is our 10th Doctor's favorite tea, apparently, Doctor for Doctor Who. Who. I bought Crystal Gems from Hogwarts. Nice. And I just bought almond biscuit. So that was pretty much it for us. Um, we did a couple of panels, we bought stuff. Uh, Ray went to a show, and Victor took a lot of pictures, which hopefully we can probably post some of those year. on the website. Yep, I'll have some for you. Which you do every year, right? Yeah. yeah. We're I just hope next year's better. Yeah, hopefully next year would be better. This one was a little more uh, calm in terms of all the uh, actors and people and things you can see. I mean, for me, the biggest thing last year was uh, Stan Lee. I got a picture yes, of Stan Lee. Yes, we got to meet Stan Lee last year. And that was his retirement. He was not coming back to New York after last year. I just feel like now Comic-Con is just, it's it's becoming way too big in terms of now it's stretching out into so many different locations. Yeah. So you really have to pick and choose. Fit it all you really have to pick and choose and just like what to, and where you want know, it to be. And I don't know who said it, but to somebody's point, like once you dedicate yourself to doing panels, that's like your day. That's yeah. your day. Yeah. You know what I mean? I did a couple of panels, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's already, like, 4 o'clock. Yeah. Like, it's almost like I over. I only panel, got, like, another couple of hours. The one panel I went to was supposed to be from 4.15 to 5.15. I had to mm. sit there at, like, at 3, sit there for, like, an hour until they let us in. Then we ha- sat at the panel. Then by the time the panel ended, it was, like, a little at 5.15. That, and what the floor you said closed was at 7. Yeah. So that was, like, all right, it's because there's, like, 30 aisles of stuff. Right. Plus different artists, so you still want to check stuff out. So I can see why some people would go two, three days, but I can't do all four days. Did you see any any going back to like some of those cosplayers? Did you guys see anything that stood out to you in terms of cosplays that you were like, wow, that was like a really cool one? No. Oh, let me think. I know Victor because Victor takes tons of pictures. Yeah. Mm. So there must have been something that popped out. 
Uh, the Bumblebee. I'm not a fan of the Michael Bay Transformers, but that Bumblebee, the, that was, Bumblebee awesome. was really a really awesome build. It lit up too. You know, I saw them building it too. Like it took like three guys: one guy in the suit, two guys to help put it together and help him into the suit, which was a, a really task-intensive yeah, thing yeah. for him. And all these people were just standing around him as he was getting ready. And then when he finally, the last thing he put on was the the hood for the uh, the, the head. And once he put it on and he lit it up and all this, the stuff started to light up around the costume, everybody was just applauding and cheering and taking pictures and Bumblebee bowed. Was <laughs> he, he able to like actually like walk around? He was able to walk around. As a matter of fact, uh, he was actually he actually walked around outside for a little bit too of the Javits Center just taking pictures with people. <laughs> there was a Gandalf. We had gone outside because there were other stuff going outside like the Javits Center and they had like all the food trucks there. Yeah. So we're trying to get from one end of the the area to the other and you had to cross in front of the you know all the lines so mm-hmm. you know you go through people excuse me i'm not online i'm just trying to get to the other side people let you go through so we're walking and right when i'm gonna cut through the line you know the line splits and on one side is just a regular person gonna buy food and <laughs> i'm crossing right in front of um, gandalf <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just look at him I'm like what what i cannot pass watch watch <laughs> shuffle past them yeah i'm passing what you gonna do what are you gonna do i'm passing <laughs> well, i shall not pass Hot watch. oh i know i know a cool thing that happened to me i was walking uh, it was on i think it was sunday on sunday i was walking and i'm like oh my gosh i don't know how i caught this person but i caught him from the corner of my eye he was at this stand where i like to shop from there's one particular shop this guy likes to sh- to sell packets of old comic books like yeah. you want all the original 50 issues of Excalibur he has it all in one packet he sells it to you for like 100 bucks you want all of Power Pack all 160 uh, 62 issues he'll sell it to you for like 100 bucks he's selling big packs in bulks yeah. the original comics and I love going to him to buying these bulks so I'm like passing by uh, and I see from the corner of my eye I see an actor and he's flipping through boxes of comics he's thumbing through some stuff I'm like was that really this actor I know he was from his name was um Ruben Ruben Blade. He's from uh, uh, Fear the Walking Dead. Ruben Blades. I think his name was Ruben Blades. Dude, he's a famous actor. (laughs) Ruben. um, I'll tell you right now. His name was. uh, Starstruck. I got starstruck. I'm like, oh my god, is that really him? I'm like, is that really him? So then I walk back. I I tell Jen, I'm like, let's go back for a second. Let me go find him. And he was still in the same place. Yeah, his name is Ruben Blaze. Yeah, and he's Spanish. Yeah, he's a very so famous Spanish actor. I go actor. up to him. I'm he like, also hey. sings. I go, hey, uh, uh, sir, I'm a big fan of yours. And he goes, oh, really? Oh, that's great. And I'm like, do you mind if I get a picture with you? He goes, oh, yeah, sure, absolutely. And then he puts his glasses away. He, you know, he was thumbing through something. Yeah. He stopped. And then I turn mm-hmm. to Jen, and Jen takes a, a picture of me and, and uh, 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 Ruben Blaze here. Yeah. I'll, I'll probably post this one on the website. Where's me yeah, and Ruben Blaze? That's Ruben Blaze, yeah. Yeah, me and him right there. So like, holy cow, that is so freaking he also awesome! Sings. Yeah, that's what it said on his thing here. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. I just yeah. I really know, I know him, from him Fear mostly the from uh, yeah. That's the only reason you know him. But I know him from he does some salsa stuff. He also he's been in a whole bunch of other movies. So you know him because he's on The Walking Dead. I knew him because he was Fear the Walking Dead specifically. But uh, he was a really nice guy, really down to earth, kind of cool guy. And I I, I took a quick picture uh, yeah. with him. So that was kind of like the highlight for me on on Sunday. Of the- See what happens when you ask nicely and you harass people. <laughs> Seth Green, cool guy. I love Seth Green to death. All right, yeah, he tries to love him to death, death and that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> we loved him to death, and uh, we didn't really harass him, but 
Yeah, what was this? Really? I thought it was you. No, it was, it was me and Rano. It was. It was. It was me and Rano. Yes, and I was with them. We were all right. Real quick, we were sitting there in the in the in the. Uh, this wasn't this Comic Con. No, this, no, was, this was years ago. ago. I'm maybe years six ago. or seven years ago. Uh, we were sitting down. We see Seth Green passing by. This is when he just um, started, maybe Robot Chicken, when he was getting his popularity up through that. And this is also when Comic Con wasn't as ex- you know it didn't explode as it the way it does now, well. where so you can actually a lot of the go down and just walk around. Right. Right. And you no problem. and you could actually walk around. You can go to the you know the cafeteria area and sit and eat at a table. So we see Seth Green. He's walking with like two of his friends, I guess. And then me and Ranel catch him from the corner of our eye because we're sitting down at one of the tables. And then you know me and Ranel go, "Hey, it's you know Seth Green. Hey, Green, Seth Green. We love your show. We love Robot Chicken." And he's like talking to his friends, you know, not paying attention to what we were saying. He's just talking to his friends walking by, and, and then Ranel starts booing him. So I'm like, "Oh no, that's not right." And then I guess I started booing too. I'm like, come oh, on, no, dude, it's just not right. And then you just do just, the same thing because we just wanted him to acknowledge us because we're saying, hey, we're, we're fans. big fans. But he's he also say, in the middle of a conversation, with which, his which at the same time we realize he's still a normal that. person. We realize, yes, we realize that. <laughs> uh-huh. We're still big fans of Southern. And then uh, he goes off. I guess he went to get some food or something. And his, he was passing back. You know, we did the same thing. Hey, Seth Green. Hey, how's it going? And then this time he acknowledged us and he waved. Hey, we started cheering for him and he, you know, he just walked off. But the thing is, every time we saw him, either on the floor, walking so how the many hallways, times did this happen? Like two, two more times, I think it was. Yeah, three times. Three, three, three. three. three yeah, total, so right. every time we saw him on the floor or, you know, in the hallway, we'll be like, hey, it's Seth Green. We love you. We love but your then- show. But we kept on shouting him out. But the whole point was that you didn't get the acknowledgement, but then you did and you kept going. But at the end, the last one we did, he was kind of cool with because even though we did, hey, Seth Green, he kind of like gave us the peace sign as he because he was leaving for the day and he just gave us the peace sign as he was walking out. But yep. but since then, we never did it again. And every time we Ruben see, Blades can't go on the floor anymore. <laughs> and since then, we never no, since we've cool. seen mm-hmm. since we've seen Seth Green, you know, he's we, never been on the floor again. No, he's been on the floor again, but we left him alone. We don't do anything. We knew we did something wrong, but we were just so excited. We're starstruck. It's Seth Green. No, I he's a big, we're a big fan. But- so. But since then, the we learned time. our lesson. Seth Green, I'm sorry. We learned our lesson. We never did it again past that year. Uh, we know we want to keep your privacy, and we're sorry. But we're a big fan. Yeah, so, if anybody sees me, I want to be left again alone. On the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like if you ever get cool famous guy. off of this, I want to be left So alone. anyone who's listening to this, please, out. please don't do that to Seth Green. Or um, anyone else. Leave him alone. He's a private guy. You know, there are places for to do that for him and he'll or give you a picture don't do it to Ruben Blades either don't do it to anyone <laughs> we didn't do it to Ruben Blades I just went up to him quietly and I go hey I'm a big fan that's I, how I you're supposed to do it I almost whispered I'm like hey I'm a big fan this and that and then he, the kindest down earth guy he even put his arm on my shoulder he tapped it he's like you're a good he guy he touched again. me yeah, <laughs> so I was like, "Cool, cool," and he, gave, uh, you know, he was kind like, enough to get a picture. You were like, Ugh. "Yeah," I was stumbling over oh my, my words. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but at least I got a picture with the guy. So that was my that was that was a big thing for me. But in any case, Comic Con 2017, it was here four days. Like we're tired as year. hell, Victor. Tired as hell. Tired as hell. <laughs> but we got through it. Another year has gone by, and uh, hopefully, we get to do it again uh, in 2018. Yes, I hope so. It should be great. That I really liked. So here's to Comic-Con New York 2017. Had a great time. Can't wait till next year. And uh, I think that's it. And maybe next, maybe someday in the next few years, I don't know, we'll, we'll actually do a review of San Diego Comic-Con. 
Hopefully. The mothership. <laughs> that should be fun. In any case. See, that's why I got to save my vacation days if you want to do that crazy shit. <laughs> Victor. What? Should I mention the website? I guess. All right. Go so ahead. you can find us and our content at nerdsport.com. Yes, I said nerdsport.com. Jen. Nerdsport.com. Yes. Thank you, Jen. <laughs> you can like, subscribe, and comment. Subscribe to our us on iTunes. We're also on Android somewhere. And right? Yes, Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Com- yeah. There's no something one. you want us to talk about, nerdy related, you know. Comment. Drop us a line there. We'll see if we can do it for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Tweet comment. us. You know, I think some of my photography from the Comic Con at my on my Instagram. I'll probably give you some pictures for the website. My Instagram, just some Vic. If you want to see me, I'm going to start posting a lot of stuff from the Comic Con on there. All right. And we'll see you at next Comic Con 2018. So, this is one of your hosts here. This is Al. Evil Ray. Pickle Vic. Jen. Have a great day. Take care. See ya. (laughs) 